Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome morning. to Monday. Welcome to Grace. Good morning, Pastor Chad. How are you doing? Uh, good morning, Pastor Angelo. I'm doing good, brother. Uh, another beautiful awesome. day here in Indiana. How's South Africa going? You said it's cold there? Nah, you know, I wouldn't say cold. It was like 48 this morning. It's going to be a beautiful day, though, like 75 and a beautiful fall day in Indiana, brother. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm ready. I'm ready for worship. I'm ready for some praise. Um, welcome, everybody, to Running for a Crown. Um, welcome. We are continuing. We, we just continue to run. Um, and so we are continuing in our topic or with our topic uh, called worship and joy. Um, and so we just want to, you know, share from the Father's heart this this uh, this morning um, and from the Father's uh, spirit this morning as his vessels. And I pray that your, your spirits are open um, to receive this morning what God has um, prepared for you. So I'm just going to open up in prayer and then we're going to hand over to Pastor Chad. Father God, we just come into your presence this afternoon. We thank you, Father. We glorify you. We magnify you, Father. We give you all the praise. Father, we are just humbled by your presence this morning, Father. We pray, Father, that you might touch each and every listener this afternoon, every person uh, joining in, listening in um, from whatever platform they are this morning, Father. We pray, Father, that you might bless them. Let the words of our, of our mouths, Father, and the meditation of our heart be acceptable unto your sight this morning, Father. I pray that your people might be blessed, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that we, they might be transformed, renewed through the, 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 the light of your word, Father, and through the power of your word, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bless your holy name and we give yeah. you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Chad. Amen. amen. Man, Pastor Angelo. Um, you know, we had a, a good time between last Thursday and today. Uh, God is good every day. And uh, you know what? We we need to rejoice. We need to rejoice and, and understand that the God of the universe, the creator God, loves you. Rejoice yes, in sir. that. Rejoice in that he knows your name. You know, uh, you know, Angelo and I were talking before. We talk every every day before we do our podcast uh, on Mondays and Thursdays. We get together early in the morning uh, on my side, afternoon on his, and and we discuss uh, what we're going to be talking about. And we were talking about this morning not forsaking the gathering of ourselves, not forsaking the gathering of ourselves. And uh, I know Pastor Angela is going to speak on, on where the two or three are gathered. And, but also, I want to kind of add, uh, lead into that a little bit. You know, we've all heard the, uh, the phrase, you know, hanging by a thread. You know, one little thread, you're hanging on. But if you add uh, two more or one or two more threads and you, and you wind those around each other, that becomes a piece of rope. It becomes stronger. And that's what worship is for the Christian. When we gather together as a community, as, as, as a family of believers, we, we are adding our strand to that one piece of string. And, and as we build more and more, you know, it becomes a big piece of rope that, that holds everything together. 
There's strength in that. There's strength in the numbers for us that we need to have with each other. And we have to offer ourselves up to be available to, to come in and, and to, to be in the presence of God with the presence of other believers. You know, we are not to forsake the gathering of ourselves. There, there's so much wisdom just in that phrase that that when we when we forsake it, we we I don't know about you, but for me, uh, even missing uh, uh, my my daily devotions in the Word of God, something is missing. You know, it's it's like a, there's a little tear in that thread of my life that that as we grow apart from God, we grow apart from each other, it begins to fray. And I, I hope today that, that you're paying attention, that um, that you just allow yourself in, to, to come in and be loved by others and, and let God love you. And I want to share something with you. You know, we are, we are in a unique time in the church here in America. And, and, and I know other parts of the world have, have already experienced this and, and even parts of the globe. It, it's, it's, can be a death penalty if you gather it, 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 just to read the word of God, just to, to worship God. But, you know, this is an unparalleled time for us in, in America that we are being told we, we cannot gather. Yeah, and they want to say it's for health and safety reasons. But we're leaving out the spiritual health. What about the, the, the safety of a soul, our souls? You know the safety of, of our souls that that could that could take you to hell because maybe you don't go in and you don't hear the message that God is speaking to you, and we cannot run from this church. But I, I want to share something. This is this is I love this. This is the Westminster Confession of Faith. It says God alone is Lord of the conscience and has left it free for the from the doctrines and commandments of men which are in anything contrary to his word or beside it in matters of faith and worship. You notice how it says in matters of faith and worship. The government cannot tell me how I am to conduct my faith and worship. The word of God does that and the word of God alone. And, and I know we, we come back to this thing, you know, we're, we're, we're to obey our, our leaders, but God alone is, is Lord of my worship and my faith, not man. And if we allow the government and we allow men to come in and say, you cannot gather on the Sabbath day, the Sabbath day that God created, he created it for us to have rest and to come in. It's a day we are devoted to rest and we are resting in him. We are, we are, we are in his presence. The day is about him. It's about worshiping him. And man has no say-so in my life, and hopefully not in yours. So, Pastor Angelo, I don't know if you're if you're there. I, I don't see you uh, on my screen. I don't know if we lost a signal. Maybe we got some uh, bad signals there in, in South Africa. Uh, Pastor Angelo, if you can hear me, uh, uh, give me a shout-out, brother. Yeah, he's, he's he's definitely having some connection issues over there. He's he tried pretty hard to just sneak sneak back in. So 
we are, uh, you know, this is a live show. We deal with the realities of what live is. So uh, I'm just going to continue and, and pray. Let's pray for Pastor Angelo's signal to, to come through so that he can rejoin us here in the podcast. And, you know, going back to the, to the, the Westminster uh, Confession of Faith, and, and, and I love this too, it says, you know, yet in the same document also says in the chapter on religious worship and the Sabbath day, that the acceptable, acceptable way of worshiping God, the true way of worshiping God, is instituted by himself. By himself, not man. It's so limited by his own revealed will, God's will, that he may not be worshipped according to the imaginations and devices of men or the suggestions of Satan under any visible representation or any other way not prescribed in the Holy Scripture. So I, I want to speak to pastors out there, especially if you're watching this. Man does, or Satan does not tell us how we are to worship. They, we are not to be told by anybody else other than God himself how we are to come together and worship. If we allow men to come in, if we allow Satan to come in, and say, this is how you're going to do it. Throw it all out. It's garbage. It's a lie. Go to the word of God. The word of God directs us what we are to do. We, we are to gather as often as we can amongst ourselves. And there's a bigger reason for that. It's because, you know, the word of God says where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of you. So I want you to think about that. Think if there's just two or three, but then if, if it grows exponentially, say there's six, then there's nine, then there's 12. Think about the presence of God in that whole body of believers. And that's powerful. That's powerful. So that one little thread, a rope that ties everything together. And you know, God is the one who ties us together through worship, through our coming together. And I tell you, you know, our podcast, it may go a little short today. I don't know. It may go longer. It just depends on how we hear the Holy Spirit speaking to our hearts. And I know, Pastor Angelo, you're probably frustrated. But, you know, here I'm going to share some more. You know, I, I, I wrote this down. It says, no mere man has the right to compel a Christian to worship in any way he cannot demonstrate as author by the word of God. So in other words, if a man is trying to tell me how, how I am to worship and he can't demonstrate it by the word of God, you know, that's, that's an utter, that's an utter lie. It's a blatant lie. I'm not going to follow it. I hope you won't either. Holding tenaciously to scripture. It's it prescribes for worship. It is the cure for manifold diseases that distract and derail the church from worship. So these things, these people, the whole purpose when they try to tell us how we are to gather, how we are to worship, it is to derail the church from its purpose. You know, our whole purpose is the Great Commission. And, and, and that, is an, that is another facet of worship. That is the, the great command that Jesus gave to his disciples. 
is to go into all the world and share the gospel. And going and sharing, is that means we're going to have to come together with other people, whether they be believers or non-believers. I see Pastor Angelo back on the screen. Angelo, can you can you hear us? I can hear you. Uh, I can man. hear you. Can you hey, hear me? Amen, brother. Hey, let's answer prayer. Thanks, everybody. As for, you can for see. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we're going to add these technical difficulties, more so my uh, signal um, on my side. But but thank you, Pastor Chad. Uh, my apologies again. Um, you know, I need it, brother. No, just sharing no on the power. Sorry. So no apologies needed, brother. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Chad, for for uh, holding it down and continuing. I know you've got so much to share. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna share as much as I can while the signal is still there. <laughs> uh, but what it. I want to share on is the power um, and the importance of uh, corporate worship, um, and it and it just me think on you know or reflect on on you know the time that we've been on lockdown. Um, you know, God had to bring us to a a, a standstill, if you will. Um, for churches to be closed, for for you know just the world to be shut down as a whole, um, in order for us as believers to find Him again, um, and it's so sad, you know. <laughs> me and Pastor Chad spoke about this. This this is really the time of of the great falling away, and and it's evident within the church, um, you know, the church opening up its doors again. You can see how many have come back. Um, how many have 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 stayed? Um, and yes, although it's it's very concerning, um, we 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 continue to pray for those out there that has left. We pray that that they haven't left um, to go back to the world or or have backslidden, but we pray that they have found another house of worship. Um, and we will continue um, to pray for them. Um, but the importance and the power of corporate worship now that we are back together and 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 it just makes me think that you know um how important it was even before the lockdown how we take advantage um of our gatherings we just see it as another gathering where we come together um but you know ultimately what we are there for is to worship god and let me share with you this afternoon, you know, the benefits of worshiping God um, and, and what, what, what happens when we worship together. If we go to Matthew 18, and if you read from verse 19 to 20, it says, Again, I say to you that if two or three or two of you agree on earth concerning anything, listen to that, anything concerning anything they, that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Verses 20 says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, not in any name, and, and let me rephrase that, not in my name, Angelo, not in Pastor Chad's name, but in the name of Jesus, I am Amen. there in the midst of them. I am there in the midst of them. It is important that we come together as husband and wife, as uh, come together as families, 
you know, there's a thing that we have um, in South Africa, um, and I'm pretty sure you know, throughout the world we have it. We call it family altar, uh, where we come together and we just share as a family um, on, on, on a Monday night or whenever we can. Um, and, and those are the times that are so precious to God when family comes together to pray. Um, that, that, that God just loves that. And let me tell you what, what happens when, when God is in our midst. Because if you go back to Matthew 20, it says, for where, for, where, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there. So that means that when, when two or three are in unity, God is in your midst. It is important that we are in unity when we come into the house of God or whether we come together, um, you know, wherever, wherever we are to give him praise, whether it be open outside um, in a mall, wherever we are, it is important that we are in unity, in unison. The, 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 the greatest gift to a marriage is being unified. Or, or having unity within the marriage, that's the way it works. And I heard Pastor yeah. Chad speaking about relationship and marriage earlier on. Um, so what happens when God is in our midst? We get instruction when God is in our midst. Moses had to go on to the mountaintop. He had to isolate himself. We have been in a time of isolation in order to find ourselves and instruction from God. Um, so, so we get instruction from, from when God is in our midst, when we worship God. We get healed when God is in our midst. When Jesus was in the midst and in the multitude, people were healed left, right, and center. When Jesus was in their midst. We are restored when God is in our midst. Families that are broken are restored. Marriages that are broken are restored. Uh, uh, you know, Whatever is broken, anything that's broken is restored when God is in it. That's why it is important that we have our, or, or build or our foundation is built on Christ. So that if it falls, it falls in Christ and it can be rebuilt. Amen. Amen and brother. one last thing Amen. is we are set free when we or when God is in our midst. We are set free. Um, so, so corporate worship has has these benefits when we come together. And I, I want to encourage, you know, people out there. We all go to church and we all have different issues. We sometimes have issues within the body of Christ. Yep. But let not that separate us from our true and unified worship towards God. Because you see, the reason why revival hasn't taken place is because they are still infighting. Because they are still, uh, or, or let me say, because there is no unity. There's disunity. That's why things don't take place in churches. That's why things don't take place in our lives. That's why things don't happen in our lives. Because there is no unity. And so find yourself in unity this afternoon. I pray for peace uh, on somebody this afternoon. Uh, we have been preaching Amen. on loving each other as a body of Christ. Yeah. Matthew 22. Uh, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. And then loving your neighbor. So we need to come to a place of forgiveness in order to step into unity. In order to step into breakthrough. 
The only way breakthrough takes place is through unity. Amen. Amen Martin brother. Luther King, he said, Martin Luther King found corporate worship powerful in awakening his spiritual fire. Now, now there's something that happens when, when, when you are alone in worship, or let me say, uh, uh, intimate worship with, with the Lord, your, your daily devotion, um, intimate worship with the Lord. And then there's something that, that happens when the saints come together. The Bible says in, in Hebrews 10 verse 24, do not neglect the coming together of the saints. Don't neglect yeah. the coming together. So, so if you have been in slumber, if you have been in sleep in this time and you haven't taken a step back to church, I want to encourage you this afternoon, somebody listening, somebody watching, find a place of worship this afternoon. Find yeah. yourself, if you are too weak to do it on your own, and believe me, you yeah. are too weak to do it on your own. Yep. Allow your brethren to lift you up in prayer. Allow your brethren to lift you up in worship. That is the only way we will grow. I was at a place where, where, where I thought I can do it on my own when I was in the world. And, and, and I told everybody, no, I got this. No, I didn't. I didn't have it at all. I needed friends to lift me up. I needed brothers to lift me up. I needed sisters to lift me up. I needed the pastor to lift me up. I needed the gathering of the saints in order for me to be set free, number one, and to be uh, restored back to the former glory and the first love, the first calling that God had. And so, you know, he says, at home in my house, there is no warmth or vigor in me. But in church, when the multitude is gathered together, a fire is kindled in my heart. And it breaks its way through. Now, now, now we can testify about this. There's just something that happens. Um, uh, on uh, Last week, Thursday, we shared a bit on the expressions of worship. Um, you know, through music, through dance, through song. That's expressions of worship. That's, that's just an act of worship. But true worship is giving yourself totally over to God. Um, but, but I want to speak on the expressions of worship this afternoon. When, when, when there is music made, we are creating an atmosphere conducive for the Holy Spirit to rest in so that breakthrough can happen, so that chains can be broken, so that your life can be uh, transformed. Um, and so that the, the, those things that entangled that you have been entangled by, so that those things can fall. Um, and so, you know, the, that's the, the atmosphere. That is what we are seeking after. That is the true revival. Uh, the Bible says in, in, in um, Habakkuk 2 verse 14, for the, earth, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. That is what uh, I am seeking after. That is what we are seeking after. We are seeking after revival in this time. A true revival. Uh, when we go back to um, the book of Acts. And let me show you what happened. When true worship took place. Let me read verse, verse uh, chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost had fully come. They were all with one accord. I'm going to say that again. They were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly 
there came a sound from heaven. Now I've experienced this personally when 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 the band is playing and when the worshipers are wor worshiping. Um, there, there's just a tremendous sound of uh, the the wings of angels just flapping and the glory of the Lord just filling uh, the room. So so it says in in, in verse two and and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting then there appeared them divided tongues as of fire and one sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the holy oh. spirit amen and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance this is what revival is this is what we are yearning for. This is what we are seeking for, Lord, this afternoon. That the glory, that your glory fill the earth. That, that we might experience a true revival and a true fire from heaven uh, to take over and take total control over your people. And, and I, I want to prophesy this over churches this afternoon that true revival is about to take place. No matter if, if persecution is on its way, no matter if uh, the, the government has their own agendas, no matter if politicians have their own agendas, revival is on its way. And the Bible says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. And true revival will take place in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Corporate worship is for upbuilding and for encouragement and for consolation. That's according to 1 Corinthians 14, verse 3. I'm going to read it again. Corporate worship is for upbuilding. So it is to build us, build us up. It is for encouragement, to encourage, and for consolation. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 3. We are being transformed into God's image when we worship. Yeah. So, so we are becoming... Or let me say the presence of God and the spirit of God is resting over us that we might experience the true power and presence of God. And that's found in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. Let me say this again. It is important to have unity with worship in order to receive a move of God. I, I, I bet there's somebody... You know, yearning for the move of God. There is somebody expecting for the move of God. And I, let, me, let me say this. It is coming. It is coming your way this afternoon. It is, Leave it. It is Leave coming it. your way. It is coming your way in your, in your most, uh, uh, your, your intimate time with God. That revival is coming place. And when we come together as worshipers, that fire, that we have a saying, bring your fire from home. Before this podcast started, I was praying already. I was fired up. I, I might, the, the, the fire on the other was burning. It, I was preparing and setting an atmosphere for us to, 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 to present this word to you this afternoon. Um, so, so I want to prophesy that into, into your life this afternoon and into churches this afternoon. Um, I'm but a nobody, but I'm speaking as the Holy Spirit is leading me this afternoon. I will leave you with this. Ephesians 4, chapter 4, verses 4 to 6, it says, There is one body, Pastor Chad, one spirit, 
Just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God, the Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in all. Woo, Jesus! That is so powerful. When, When God is in the midst, and he is within all of us. Revival takes place. I'm going to read that again. I, 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 I'm just feeling something just by reading that scripture this afternoon. Ephesians 4, four to 6. There is one body. One body. So when we come together, there is one body. One spirit. Just as you were called in one hope of your calling. One Lord. One faith. One baptism. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. Woo! Jesus. He is in us all. And so I want to declare this word over you this afternoon. You listening, you driving, you laying, listening to us. You still laying in bed this, this morning. I want to declare this over you that we are found in one spirit. So that the revival can take place in one accord, in unity. So that God can take us to our next and do a new thing within the earth. Be blessed, beloved. Pastor Jan. Amen, Pastor Angelo. Man, preach it, brother. You know. Amen. I tell you, the the Sabbath, you know, the, the, the word of God says that the Sabbath was made for man. Is made so that man can rest. We rest in God. You know, Angelo, when you're talking about that we we become, when we invite Jesus in, Jesus comes in. He becomes one with us. The Father comes in. The Holy Spirit comes in. And, and on the Sabbath, when we remember the Sabbath, we are, are making a conscious effort to remember we are be, we are one with God. We are coming. We are one with God. And we are one with each other through the same spirit, the same Lord Jesus Christ, the same father. We are one. Yes, sir. And you know, Jesus said that the son of man is the Lord of the Sabbath. Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. So when we come together as a body, we are coming together, acknowledging him as Lord. We are one with him. We are one body together. Look, I can't, I cannot function if, if I take my right hand and chop it off. I cannot function as well Come on. with Come one on. hand as I can with two. You, you can't walk without two feet. When, when you're not coming to church, when you are forsaking that gathering, you are limiting the body of Christ by your absence. It's not, I'm not saying that God can't, can't still work, but he can work so much more effectively if we are willing to participate with being part of that body as one body. Look, we need, I, I need you to be the hands and the feet and, and maybe the mouth, whatever part God has called you to be. And don't think that you are insignificant. Because like I just said, 
a, a body without only with one hand cannot function as good. The body without one foot cannot function as good. We have got to come together so that we can be one and that we can function one body the way God designed it, the way the Lord of the Sabbath, Jesus Christ, designed it. I love that, Angelo, Amen. where we are to come and be one together. Look, you know, Amen. these are trying times, folks. They really are. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Don't say, yes, no, I'm going to go next week and be part of the body. Today, make the decision today. And you know, outside of that of that one day a week, if you choose to, to do corporate worship on, on Sundays, if, if you begin with Sunday, that's one day. And then make it a make it an effort to 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 come up on a Wednesday, or or become part of a uh, a small group Bible study, or maybe it's chatting online with the tools that God has given you, like we're doing today. Maybe it's on Facebook Messenger, uh, on WhatsApp. The more you're connected, the more you're going to be in tune with the body of Christ. So any opportunity that, that God gives you, use it. But don't forsake the gathering. Don't forsake Amen. It. You're passing up a blessing. You're, you want revival? You can't have it unless you come together and, and be one. You know, I can't, I can't start a revival. I can, I can participate in a revival. But you're going to have a greater revival if we are unity as a body. You know, we need you guys. We, we, it's all of us together. It's all or none. All or none. Amen. You know, Pastor Angelo, we're, we're going to be on the subject of worship uh, for a few weeks. Yeah, because there's just so much we cannot say in the short time on Mondays and Thursdays. Man, I, I love it. I, I, I love Amen. hearing Angelo preach. He gets me fired up. You know, I'm the, I'm the quieter one. He's the, he's the son of thunder. He just lets it break loose and lifts me up. You know, that's what's so unique about the body, too. Guess what? We're not the same. Amen. We're not the yes, same. Sir. And that's what makes it exciting is to come together and, and to experience Amen. the differences and, and, that we have with each other. Man, God is so Amen. good. God is so good. Amen. You know, I'm going to. I'm going to pass it over to, to Pastor Angelo if you have anything that you want to finish saying uh, for today and then uh, bring it I, back to me and, and then we'll close it out in prayer, brother. Amen. I, I just want to add add on to um, what Pastor Chad said. The Bible says that the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. Um, we, we require the workers in this time. Um, remember, you are not saved for yourself. You are saved in order to get others saved. You were blessed in order to bless others. Um, And so, you know, we need to bring them in. We need to share this gospel as as much as we can. A time will come where, where, and I said this yesterday um, as well, that that churches will close down. Um, We will be prohibited from worshiping together. And so let us, you know, really... Take opportunity, this opportunity to worship together um, and yeah. see God's face. Um, yeah. At the end of it, you know, we will all be left to our to our um, 
to 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 lead our own families into worship. Um, and and as me and Pastor Chad was speaking, you know, even uh, like in China, um, people are worshiping underground, but they are that nothing is stopping them from worshiping God. In India, people are being persecuted um, because of worshiping God. Um, so so you know, uh, to what extent? Well, let me ask this, the, uh, and Matthew speaks about it. There's a cost to this gospel. What am I willing to sacrifice in order to 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 win my crown? Yeah, yeah because yeah. I'm running for a crown, and there's there's a yeah. race that I'm running. Yeah. And so, how much amount of energy and power and endurance am I willing to put in to get to the finish line? Um, no matter if I, I lose my legs, no matter if I lose my arms, I still want to get out there. Um, I'm, 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 I'm thinking of, of this clip I saw, Pastor Chad, where, where um, this athlete, it's, 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 it's a clip, you know, back in the 19, 1994, around, around the Olympics. And this guy was running. I can't remember what his name was. And um, he hurt himself. I think he pulled a hamstring or something. And he couldn't yeah. run, but he was so close to the finish line. And you know what? He, he just dropped on the floor, on the track. And his father came running. His yeah. father is, was in his 80s yeah. or he's in his 90s. And he came running to his son. He lifted his son up and he told his son, you are going to finish this race. And you're going to finish this race strong. No matter if you come last, you're going to finish this race. And this is what we as believers, as brothers and sisters in Christ, this is what we are. I am my brother's keeper. Yes. We are yes, supposed we... to carry each other's burdens, lift each other up to get to the finish line. So yes. I want to leave you with that this afternoon. You know, let us not forsake each other in this time. This is the time that we need to draw closer to God and closer to one another. Um, so, so I want to leave you with that this afternoon. Amen, Pastor Chad. Yeah, that's a great story, uh, Pastor Angelo. You know, I've, I've watched that clip numerous times, and it's so encouraging. And, and, I, and you know, that's, that's – I, I, I talked about the word indicative uh, yesterday in my sermon. You know, that, that video is indicative of what we are to be as the family of God, that we are to yes, sir. carry each other, carry each other's burdens. And Amen. You know, we, the title of our podcast is Running for a Crown. What is the crown indicative of? What does a crown represent? It represents royalty. It's indicative of a, of a kingdom. But you know what? A kingdom is made up of people. It's made up of a people who represent the kingdom. And we are we are God's ambassadors. We are his sons, his daughters, his princes and princesses. He is the king. So let's be united as, as, as his kingdom. It is not a kingdom on this earth right now. Not yet. It will be one day. You know, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this earth. Amen. If it was, the angels would have would have fought for him. His people would have fought for him. So we we need to come together. We I need you as the as the body of Christ. And you need to be me. one with me. 
And I need, Pastor Angelo needs you. You know, he's 6,000 miles away from me. But I, he is he is there. I am there with in spirit. He's here in spirit with me, the same Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is throughout the whole world, like he talked about. There are people being martyred every day that are in churches underground because of persecution. You know what? We need to be ready, folks, because one day that could be us. Amen. So yes, I want to thank everybody for, for being with us today. It, you know, it's been a little bit on the long side, but time is not a, a, an issue here with this podcast. We just let God Amen. take it. And uh, I want to pray us out and uh, ask God to use us for his glory. Father, uh, we just come to you in the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus Christ, the name above all names, the King of yes, kings Lord. and the Lord of lords. Father, unite your people as one body of believers, being one with you. Lord, it's still in our hearts the importance of not forsaking the gathering of ourselves. Lord, make it Amen. so important to us that that becomes a desire that we can't shake, that, that we just can't stay away because we know we hunger. We hunger and we thirst and, and being connected with each other. Lord, yes, we Lord. know that our, that our strength comes from you and that also comes in being connected to other believers in the body of Christ. Lord, help us to, to know that we, we are too weak to do it on our own. Yes, sir. That, Lord, that we would rely on you. Help us to, to hear your words to, spoken through others. Lord, help us to, to pray each day for others. Help yes, us, Lord, Lord when, when we're too weak to run, to crawl. If we have to crawl across the finish line, we, that means we, we gave it our all. We have nothing left. We're exhausted. We can only crawl. Lord, I pray that our lives would be like that, that we would run to the, to the greatest extent that we could, that at the end, when we receive that crown, we know we gave it our all. Father, I ask yes, a, a special anointing upon everyone who listens to this today, that their hearts, their lives would be revived. And Lord, as each heart is revived, as each soul is revived, through the name of Jesus, that it would spark a revival in the greater body of Jesus Christ. May we Jesus. glorify you in everything we do and we say and how we live our lives. May every part of it be a true worship because of the grace and the mercy and love that you have given us. In Jesus' so, name, amen. Jesus' amen. name, amen. I just pray, everybody, that, that you have a blessed week this week. I pray that you keep tuning in uh, on Thursday. Reminder, we will be having communion this Thursday. And uh, we're going to reach out to Pastor Ash and Elder Don and ask them to join us. And so that we can listen to the wisdom that God will speak through them. And uh, Amen. be blessed. I love you. Pastor Angelo, anything real quick before we go, brother? I just love everybody. 
All my love. All my love. <laughs> All right, everybody. All my love. We'll see you Thursday you at 10.30.